Hello and uh, welcome to, I think this is episode 11. I should have checked before I started 11. clicking the record. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Deborah Sayle, episode 11 of the Like, Click, Share podcast. I'm Darren Winter and this is Gemma Walton. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Darren. Hi, everyone. Um, and Emma is still on sabbatical at the moment because I think she's, uh, yeah, it's coming to a busy period now, isn't it? Because she creates all these amazing neon lights and stuff and obviously we come into sort of darker nights and stuff now so I think she's just ultra busy so we might see her we might get a treat and see her before Christmas but if you're listening Emma we miss you it's very very sad <laughs> state of affairs isn't it <laughs> it is it is we it won't is. tell you about what's really going on no no there's nothing going on at all um, but today you might have seen we're talking about hashtags um, and what they are and how they can really help your business. And if you think, well, I use hashtags all the time. Why do I need to listen to like another podcast about hashtags? Well, have a listen and um, find out because you just might learn a few new techniques um, and it might just be time to refresh hashtags. When was the last time um, you looked at your hashtag strategy? And I'm asking myself that question because I said this to Gemma last week. It's like, I haven't mm-hmm. looked at our hashtags for a really long time um and sometimes when you run your business that hashtags are like you know it's really bottom of the list but in terms of then if you're trying to generate sales and interest for your business if you're doing lots of online activity you know hashtags are really important they are kind of a way to get found on instagram and a little bit with facebook but definitely with linkedin and twitter as well so we're going to talk about that but before then we can talk about some news because there's lots going on at the moment with social media in fact for uh, a lot of people working in digital marketing, I think they're getting a bit tired of all the updates and that with social media because it's so difficult to keep up with. Last year, the year before, I think we'd be saying, wow, it's always difficult to keep up. This year, it really is difficult to keep up because then some of these changes aren't just like small changes. They're like huge changes. So, for instance, Instagram now, I've kind of quietly got rid of IGTV. Um, not that it was a massive success, I don't think, anyway. And now they've put their reels all into one videos tab, which I I guess that's because of TikTok, isn't it? It just makes it much easier and it kind of makes sense. Why wouldn't you do this type of videos tab and just put all your videos in there? Um, But Gemma, you've got some news, haven't you? You've seen some stuff um, in the the media lately. Yeah, I think the other thing for Instagram was being able to upload stuff direct from the desktop, which obviously you you can do um, if you're using one of the scheduling platforms like later. But obviously, um, I think it starts tomorrow. I think it's Thursday the 21st. I think it's like a global rollout that they're going to start allowing you to upload photos and videos direct from the desktop. I saw that. The other thing that I saw late last night um, was about Facebook going to be changing its name, I think. And I think it's to do with the do, I think, Facebook glasses and other bits and pieces with WhatsApp and everything, something to do with the metaverse, which I don't know if you know much about that, Darren, because I, I have to be honest, I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, the metaverse. Oh, we'll come to that in a second. So, yeah, I, I did see that story actually um, just maybe about an hour or so ago. Um, that's It's really interesting. But I think there are, I think there's two reasons why they're thinking about kind of changing the name. I think mm. one is, like you say, they've got so many different products and so many yeah different things they're trying to do. And um, they're kind of, sort of almost 
separating themselves from each of those businesses altogether and just having one encompassing umbrella term. So we've seen Google do that with Alphabet. So that's the holding mm -hmm. company name and then your kind of individual brands, which is a clever way of doing things. If you think of Kellogg's, they do it with cornflakes, crunchy mm -hmm. nut, rice krispies. That's an, and then again, the same type of thing. Um, I also wonder if it's because the actual brand has got so much of a hammering um, lately, um, rightly or wrongly, um, but it has got a lot of ha hammering and it's, I don't think it's going to go away. Yeah. And I think that's going to have a complete negative connotation for the whole of the business going forward. So if they can just almost reduce that to the individual product rather than the whole of the business, then that's going to, you know, hope they can kind of c control and manage the brand um, a bit more effectively. Um, so that's, yeah, definitely interesting. And they say, mate, well, the, I read it in The Guardian that it might be next week, but they reckon it could even be before then. Yeah, I saw something that said two weeks. I've seen something that said they were going to announce it at the Facebook Connect. I don't know if that's an event for everybody or it's just an event for Facebook staff, but I think that's the 28th of October, I think it said in the article yeah. that I was reading, which would be next, next Thursday, I think. 20th of October? 28th. I think Yesterday. it's next, next, no, 28th. Next oh, Thursday. 28th, sorry. Yeah, 28th, oh, beg your pardon. Right, yeah. um, so I think it'll be interesting, but I think if you look back at why they called it Facebook and stuff, because wasn't it originally called, was it originally called Notebook? Did I read that somewhere? Ooh, but that, that's some trivia. I don't know, actually. But yeah, I think I do remember that it was never really called Facebook originally. It was yeah. called something else. But, but the, reason, the reason for it being called what it was called was so you could connect with people couldn't you with like little little short notes and keep in contact with them and now if you look at everything that you can do and everything that they're trying to do and with whatsapp and instagram and everything else and the ads um yeah. your facebook page your stuff for business you know it's not really a name that's relevant and i do think you're right about um i've had some quite bad press recently haven't i with yeah data and allowing certain things to be published on the platform and stuff and not stopping certain things being published so I think it'd be interesting I'm curious to see what the name is going to be and if it's going to be so different to what it is now and I'm assuming the branding and everything's going to change so it'd be interesting to see how it all comes together so hopefully it'll be soon yeah, watch this space. By the time it comes out, we'll probably move on to the next episode. But <laughs> I think we'll just definitely reflect on it, probably look at the colours and the logo. Yeah. And, and it's amazing that I think because that type of... Uh, it's obviously a, a big piece of work um, that I imagine a lot of people have been involved in, but it's been kept under wraps until now, which is, you know, that's that's a big thing to happen yeah. and it's not really leaked into the press until just a few days before the launch so that's pretty good going um but if you look at things like i don't know the rumors that come and circulate around apple products they said to get about six months out in advance you mm -hmm. know it's like blimey um and that's the other thing this week the i don't know if you've seen it Gemma. was the apple conference or what well, it wasn't even a conference was it? it was kind of like a showcase i think event yes um on monday I thought that was the worst presentation they ever, ever have done. I think from kind of modern day times, kind of right. certainly from Steve Jobs. I think the biggest thing that kind of hit me about that presentation is that it was really that the energy, drum and bass, um, kind of uh, that intro was kind of like quite heavy, uh, but interesting. Um, and then you kind of like 
focus on uh, you focus on like the you know the chief exec standing there in a field. I didn't think it all did, didn't join together. Yeah, it um, didn't make sense, did it? It was just a no, bit like all over the place. It was, and it's like the lead offer that they kind of the lead uh, all those amazing things they've got to turn and say. And then the lead thing was talking about Apple Music, but they sort of almost hyped it up to be something else. And then when it was talking about Apple Music just being like a, a five dollar or five pound plan. But which is just for Siri only. It's like, well, hang on, you're really this audience you're talking to is all kind of either Apple people, people who already got Apple products, so mm-hmm. probably likely got Apple Music anyway. Yeah. So, well, why do you need to be selling that to to us? It's like I I don't understand. And now almost you're cannibalizing the audience because we've all got Apple Music anyway. So is this an opportunity for us to save like ten pounds a month? Yeah. Just reduce the that didn't kind of like, and then. What was the, the next big reveal was HomePod Mini, but in like eight different colors. It's like, I just like at that point, it's like this is almost like one of these parody videos. It's like you're going to come on next and say it's going to be toilet rolls. You're going to be slightly selling <laughs> next. It's like, Apple. and it's like, what? I don't understand. It's like you come out with all the big stuff, all the big stuff. Then when they did get to the big reveal stuff, it was just way off the chart in terms of all this techno babble speak. And I just, you know, and I follow a lot that I understand generally a lot of the, what these things mean, but because it, I was so unprepared for it, yeah. it just went over my head. So it was like there was a disconnect from what I was expecting at the front to what was in the main thing. But then we did finally get to the end reveal of the products and stuff. You know, they were, you know, they were good products, but it's like, wow, it's, I don't know. I think they're just stretching where they used to have like one event a year, then it went to two events a year. And, mm-hmm. and now we're going to three, four, five events a year. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I think it's just, it's kind of, and also I think the format is getting a bit tired. Um, interestingly, um, my partner was looking at the Google uh, launch yesterday, I think of their right. pixel phone. I'm not really that, I'm not really kind of like a phone tech person, but it was just trying to, I had a quick look for about like maybe a couple of minutes, see what they're doing. And the language was very much the same. The layout, the videos were the same. The mm-hmm. calls of actions were very same. It's a little bit more kind of like understandable than what the Apple was on, on Monday. But interestingly, some, some of the presenters look like Apple people. It was right. just really odd to see two right. different companies, but yeah. like almost look exactly the same. So it's like, I think, I don't know. I think there still should be differentiation, you know, so people can understand what they kind of choose. It's really difficult. If you're if you're going to go out and buy a phone nowadays, I don't know. It's like, unless you know the operating system that you want, mm-hmm. they do they all do the same types of things. You know, it's like there used to be big differences, but I don't think there are anymore. I don't know. I might be missing something here, but I do feel like there's... Um, interesting there's loads of choice but there yeah. isn't a lot of choice it is all based on operating system which has always been um but i guess it's what you want to do with it um you know in terms of like but if you want to be creative if you want to listen and just what i guess what one your friends are on um what do you reckon are you bothered by smartphones and technology generally um yes but i think for me i've had like a an iphone now since think was it three the third one and I wouldn't move away from it um yeah I did I did buy um like an Android like a Samsung tablet um 
to try because I thought, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to buy an iPad. I want to make sure I've got both and try both. But I might have used it for a few weeks and it's been in the box for a good few years now. I just couldn't, I couldn't get away with it. Um, so I bought the, I bought the iPad. Um, I know people who've moved away from iPhones to the Google Pixel and gone back really quickly. Um, right. I don't know. I guess it's personal preference. I know people who won't move away from like an Android platform because that's what they like. Um, yeah. I know people who've got the Google Pixel phone who love it. Um, and then obviously there's people who won't move away from, from the iPhone. I think you get used to something. I think years ago, there was lots of different like models, wasn't there? There was yes. that were that were out there that you were looking at. So I always used to do a lot of research back then, and I wanted one that looked good and did everything and had a good camera. And da -da -da. whereas now, there's not much distinction between the two. Is the back then some might have a better, some might have a I, I don't know a better video some might have better cameras some might have better internet connect do you know what i mean there was there was different things that would push you towards one brand or one model and even then each brand might have had like 20 or 30 different phones and it's like sweet do you know what i mean you was when you were looking online you were scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to see which one you wanted whereas now they tend to do very very similar things i think i saw an advert the other day where there was a difference in the i think the zoom between whatever phone this was and the new iphone 13 this other one that it, it it zoomed in much much closer but not to the point where i think i would be bothered by it i think it would be yeah. if you were if you used your phone for um recording a lot of videos or photos and it was almost like your main piece of equipment um yeah. whereas for me that wouldn't be something that would would matter but i think it would it would have to be something really really well like marketed with like great videos and how it was different for us to even want to consider like looking at something or trying something out that wasn't an iphone i think it, it kind of i because you said about the metaverse with um facebook and i didn't go back to that actually so this kind of ties in nicely and i think i'm get this is a bit of a guess but i think probably the next bit of an upgrade of we might kind of see in terms of the software technologies or the capabilities is going to be in AR and VR. Yeah. Um, quite what how that's going to look, I don't know. Well, we do know that Apple kind of look at these kind of spectacles and glasses again. Mm -hmm. um, well, I say again, actually, it was Google bought them out first time, but Apple haven't done it yet. So, but they're looking at those excuse the pun um but they look they hopefully could be looking at those <laughs> and then bringing those out i think maybe even next year or might, might step into the year after it's been a little bit quiet actually so we might see kind of a tie up there with like technology in terms of between what the phone does and what the the glasses can do um and the metaverse uh, as i understand it this isn't a kind of scientific definition but it's just kind of the blend of um the augmented reality virtual reality and humans all interacting within know, kind of right. this this one space so he's almost bringing the internet alive um as, as i suppose as character character is not probably a good thing but kind of some things that we can almost interact with in this other different world Ten thousand jobs um that was announced this week about metaverse mm -hmm. coming to europe um and apparently spain is uh, one of the countries where they which is actually really heavily investing in technology Right. Um, so it's really, really interesting. So 
Um, I think on the on the Duco website, on a DucoDigital.com website, I should say, um, I know what Duco is, but um, DucoDigital.com, we're going to write a blog, or I'm going to write a blog about Metaverse actually, so people can kind of like understand it. Mm -hmm. um, I think we'll we'll mention it in a future like podcast, and that once we do a little bit of research and get to grips with it ourselves. But it is really in it's an interesting concept, and I've not seen anybody else talk about it. It's only Facebook. I could be wrong, but I've not seen anybody else talk about it. Um, AI machine learning that's kind of like everywhere AR and VR have been for quite some years mm -hmm. um, but Facebook are really kind of this is their area like you were saying their individual products they've been um, really sort of championing with um, AR and VR for a while so the metaverse kind of I suppose kind of like makes sense um, quite when we get to experience this I'm not sure actually but it, I imagine it probably maybe sort of 2030 yeah, uh, that's a bit of a guess. I feel like so, it's um, I feel like it's interesting though because that like Google Glass and stuff. I remember that being talked about when I did the Google Squared Online digital marketing program back in it was two thousand and fourteen when they just launched it, and they were talking about Google Glass then. Um, and one of the lecturers like had them and was showing them and talking about them and stuff, and that's like seven years ago. Do you know what I mean? And I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel like it's come forward or that much has changed. Do you know what I mean? Because they've talked about snap, Snapchat glasses, haven't they? And you're being yeah. able to go around and click from the glasses to do your Snapchats. Whereas I haven't really seen anything about them. I feel like they talked about, and then it's almost like nothing happens. And I just, I'm just wondering why. Do you know, it's 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 yeah. I mean, cause this year in the summer, um, Facebook Facebook teamed up with Ray Ban. They yeah. brought out their um kind of their their glasses as well. They mm -hmm. were just kind of standard like video snap glasses, and they looked. I thought they looked really good. Um, I was quite impressed with those. And the price point, I think, it was a couple of hundred dollars. I think it was like reasonably quite commercial. It was affordable yeah. if you wanted it, if you had that amount of cash. But again, they're not really kind of like taken off and. Um, we're it's an interesting time at the moment just because of like a lot of other challenges, global challenges going around with kind of COVID and mm -hmm. um, an individual kind of like country problems here in the UK. We've I don't know we've got more than what we can count on our fingers. Yeah. Um, but um, I suspect that might be part of it to play. I think some people are bored of technology. There's no big leaps like you're saying. So mm -hmm. people, you kind of got the use cases there, but like, well, I don't know. I've got this technology there, but I haven't got the use cases. What I meant to say. So like, how can what you know? Yes, I can do it, but why, 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 why do why do I need it? What 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 can I do with it? Um, and I think this overall, I kind of when I go back to when I was when I was writing on all the courses now for AI machine learning that I've been doing over the last couple of years, that um, generally the scientists were saying that kind of these last few years might be I can't quite remember what the term is. Um, but it's a, it's a term that nothing really kind of happens. It goes quite stale, if not goes back a little bit. Right. Um, I think they call it like a cold winter or something like that. Um, they come and go every sort of like 10, sort of 20, maybe even 30 years. Um, and that might be what we're kind of experiencing on a smaller scale at the moment. So even though we think we are really technologically advanced, if you think about it, you know, we've only really, I think we landed on the moon, what, once? Right. maybe twice i think yeah so it's like we're not re and we're still sending rockets into space but we're not recreating 
that. So we're not living on the moon yet, but we're talking about going to Mars and we talk about doing. So we we haven't done that since you know since the last century. Um, you said like you said we've got the AR and VR capabilities there. Facebook have got these amazing headsets, but really that's not really it's not translated into sort of modern day um, experiences. Like when we go shopping, like you, the, the the ideal was that we go to the shops and then. We'd see the mirrors, the mirrors then would kind of show us different outfits like to, to mm-hmm. show and then we'd select it and then just get sent to our house. That's always been that kind of like vision, but it never hasn't really kind of like happened, not on a bigger scale. Um, so, yeah, I, I almost feel we've gone to a slightly different podcast here, but <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. <laughs> Trying to be talking about hashtags. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll come back to this. So if you've uh, kind of think wondering this is all going, I don't know how many minutes we are into this podcast at the moment. Um, but um, yeah, so we're going to start talking about hashtags now. Um, so hashtags, well, we kind of said at the beginning, like why, you know, what, why do we need hashtags? So first of all, what is a hashtag? Um, somebody asked me this before I come on the podcast and I thought oh, I better get this right, hadn't I? So as I understand it, Gemma, you can say what your definition is, but I reckon the hashtag is purely it's just the hashtag symbol just followed by a word. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And you use it for discoverability on social media networks. That's the best definition I can come up with. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think um, you use it to help be found. You can use it when you click on it to see who else is talking about it. If you wanted to do some social listening um, use it to increase engagement, you can use it to track campaigns that you're doing. Um, or again, social listening to see who's who's talking about you. Um, yeah, I think that's. Somebody somebody asked me once, where do I buy them? Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like you don't buy hashtags. You can just yeah. So this is why we're doing the definition of what a hashtag is. You don't buy them. You don't own them. Was another query we got asked. It's like I'll transfer you a hashtag. Like, no, you can't transfer them. It's like <laughs> they are just generic words. Yeah, and it's really interesting how many people like still don't really get can't get to grips with hashtags. And I shouldn't laugh, but they are they are they are, they are kind of like funny little quirky questions. Uh, so um, hopefully it didn't come across as too sneering. I don't mean it to be that way, but they are just. Yeah, when you've been working with them, I suppose all the time you just take it for granted. Most other people know, and that comes from a privileged position, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, the, you can't buy them. You can't do anything. They're, not, they're just anything. Just words. That's all that they are. Um, and literally, you can make them up. You can put your own brand on them. Um, you can call them whatever you want, um, and you just put them after your posts on social media, and people click on those posts or they type those words into the social media network to find um, posts relating to those words. So, for instance, if you are promoting um, a podcast, say that if I was promoting this podcast, then probably the obvious one would be hashtag podcast because it's a podcast. But it could be the topics that we talk about after, you know, during it. It could be hashtag metaverse, hashtag Facebook, hashtag AI, you know, any, any of the kind of key topics we're talking about, those would be obvious terms that we type in and people then use, will click on, on either that hashtag in that post to find more posts about AI or podcasts or metaverse or they might then just type the word in and hopefully the idea is is that your post will come further up the ranking to be found and then people 
if you're talking about interesting stuff and creating really good content, then they'll end up following you and then kind of engaging with the platform. That's really what social media is kind of like all about, is about providing content, entertaining people and trying to engage with the audience um, and then maybe trying to get them to do things um, such as maybe click on your web website or go and buy something or listen to something or download something as well. So that's kind of the point of all of that. That sounds a big explanation for what hashtags are, but if you listen to the thing, well, I know all of that. That sounds ridiculous. Why do you even explain it? You'll be surprised how many people really don't know and don't understand. So um, we're not going to do a 101 on hashtags here, but I think it's good to just to kind of get to basics, kind of what they are. Um, but like I said at the beginning, this is actually if the reason we're talking about it is that because um, I used to have a, uh, a clear hashtag strategy when I set my business up, when, I, when all I did was social media, I didn't do anything else, I just did social media. Um, so I had hashtag strategies for clients and also like for myself set up. But as time goes on, you're adding more services, you get kind of the your time goes down and really hashtag strategies aren't as important as maybe marketing strategies or trying to identify new products and services do more market research and going out and doing business networking all that type of stuff so then you just don't get as much time so i thought you know what hashtags is a really good thing to look at um so i thought why well, we need to put it back on the list and um, we need to look at kind of look at, at um, hashtags um i've got a couple of tips here um that i think to, to try and help people identify kind of the best hashtags and the reasons why you should look at hashtags i'm not going to steal them all because i want Gemma to come in she's got her own list and i don't, I don't even know what's on her list actually <laughs> um, so it's like we've not done the, uh, the rehearsal <laughs> yeah yeah um so the first one i've got is it, it's a kind of like this is all about <laughs> discoverability to help your channels get noticed on social media that's the reason that we're doing this um so maybe look at researching industry leaders. So it could be competitors as well, but whoever the industry leaders are in your sector, um, look at what hashtags they use in their posts um, and then research your competitor feeds and any social media groups that you might belong to or you kind of like regularly look at think, oh, they're good. Um, I think have a look and see what hashtags they use. There'll be some very general ones that they'll use, but there'll also be some niche ones, some specific ones probably related to the content they're talking about or, or showing or the videos, whatever. But it just gives you an idea of some of the hashtags that you could use um, you know, on your posts. And I really hear is that if you, I don't know, if, always use the example of a sandwich shop. So if all you do is sandwiches, you're only really gonna have one list of sandwiches. Uh, sorry, you're only gonna have one list of hashtags because that's all you really sell is, is, is sandwiches. But if you're selling kind of like multiple um, different products or you could have luxury sandwiches or basic sandwiches, that would make sense. You might have a list of um, hashtags for your basic sandwiches and a list of hashtags for your um, for your posh sandwiches. Um, I mean, they, this is kind of literal stuff, but I think you just get an idea of how to do it. So for, on our website, um, we've got you know about 10 different services. So let's just take website, social media, and let's take um, AI courses. So definitely, they're all very different products. Um, so you, you know, there, there might be some interchangeable hashtags like digital marketing would kind of apply to websites and social media, but it wouldn't really fit in with their AI courses at all. So AI courses would be hashtag training, hashtag courses, hashtag education, hashtag upskill, career, all those types of words, and those are all single words. So you could be 
looking to you know learn to learn to upskill there could be campaign hashtags there could be branded hashtags there was no limit here and the idea was you're supposed to kind of experiment with them to find out which ones help elevate your posts further up social media so it's not just a case of throwing them out and then oh well three people um clicked on it i was expecting five or six so i won't use them again it's like no you need to experiment with them over a longer time use those posts over different time periods different days find out what audience find out what you're from your audience what content that they like and you can do a lot of this in what we use later so later is a fantastic platform you can see loads of um, fantastic um, results in terms of graphs and bar charts there's a hashtag um, strategy planner in there as well and you can use to get ideas um, but it just helps you see kind of what's working over a much longer period of time so then you can nail down say actually that's a good list of hashtags that i can use and and then once i write my post i can just copy those hashtags and then boom straight out so that's for me what do you reckon about that gem um i've got a couple of um tools that people can try so i use um now i use it for instagram but i believe that it will generate um hashtags for um twitter tiktok all all the channels i think um it's called best hashtags so it's www.best-hashtags.com and what you do is you type the word in so i don't know digital marketing marketing automation um artificial intelligence and then it will generate the hashtags that will get you the most engagement um, for Instagram. Um, and you can copy and paste the hashtags straight into your post. It'll throw out as many as it can. Um, some of them, when you look at them, you think, oh, they're not relevant. So you delete them out. Um, but I've been using that now um, on our post probably for the last five or six weeks. So it'll be interesting to see um, the comparison between the posts that have been there using this um, tool and the ones before because it is it's I mean it's great it's it shows you like everything you can get sometimes up to a list of 20 but it'll give you in a couple of different things so it'll be like uh, there'll be a number one and a number two so there'll be two different versions so you can have a look at both and pick ones from um, both lots of options the other one is hashtagify me which is www hashtagify.me and that's a tool to check um i think local trends and other types of hashtags that people are using on certain days or certain topics but i did come across the other day when obviously you said we we're going to do this one i looked at um hootsuite they've got a like a how-to guide and it's how to use hashtags in 2021 and when i was going through actually i was surprised because um before they would say for twitter i think between three and five hashtags um similar for facebook and linkedin now they're saying for twitter best to use one and between one and two facebook was one and two instagram between five and ten but the optimum was eleven um but with instagram they will allow you to go up to thirty um, YouTube, they said two to three, LinkedIn, one to two, Pinterest, two to five, and TikTok, four to five. But there's no limit on the number of hashtags that you can use on TikTok. So when I was going through, I was thinking, well, that's different to what they were saying a few years ago. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, so what we'll do is we'll drop the links in the yes. show notes um, because the Hootsuite guide I thought was really, really interesting. Um, and there was another one that I've, I haven't written down. I'll have to find the link for it. It was a social media listening tool and how to use um, the hashtags in that way to find out what people were saying um, about your brand online and make sure that you didn't miss any posts if somebody hadn't tagged you in but had used one of the hashtags one of your hashtags so yeah yeah it, there was, it, it's interesting to about the numbers of hashtags i'm glad you mentioned that um because it, it, it really does wildly vary and i know there was a blog post not too long ago from later they were saying about instagram where they were kind of saying about sort of 14 or 15 yeah um, and they kind of concluded there is no there's, there is no um, specific amount of hashtags. So if you look at all this advice and every gives conflicting There's loads um, of conflicting, yeah, there's loads of conflicting yeah. information. Later will allow you to post up to, I think it's 20. They max out at 20. Um, but I think if you're on Instagram itself, you can do 30. Um, but there is lots of conflicting information out there. Even like now when I was, when I was looking, I was going through that Hootsuite um so it's it's hard it's i think it's hard to know almost like what's the best thing to do isn't it yeah yep and i think all you can do is experiment yeah <coughs> i think you've got to try but you've got i think you've got to try it for a, a period of time are you all right there darling let's <laughs> help on mute um yeah i think you've got to experiment but you've got to experiment with it um over a period of time not just oh, well, I'm going to try it for a week or for two weeks. I think you've got to try it for like a couple of months and compare the post that you did before the post you did after, even even three months. Um, so you get a good set of data and you can, you can see. Um, but I haven't seen anything recently. I know before they used to tell you to put your the hashtags in your social media bios and stuff, didn't they? So that if somebody was searching for you, you came up. I haven't seen anything about that recently, or if that's still a thing, have you? I haven't read anything about that, um, but I still see a lot of people do it. And we just yeah. updated ours, didn't we, not that long ago. Mm -hmm. I, I think I took a lot of them out in the end because I think it looks, I don't even, it looks a bit spammy. Yeah. Um, and the, the trend has kind of moved away with it, but. I think like we were saying a few weeks ago now, I think on certainly on Twitter, I hardly see anybody use hashtags really. Um, you know, the I think the, the search within Twitter is, is fairly powerful. I wouldn't like to say exactly how powerful it is, but if I was to type in, you know, a search term, it would should, you know, bring up a good amount of like posts mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me, related to the search term. I will just have a quiet moment while Darren dies. <laughs> Dear me. <coughs> I'm drinking water. Sometimes Actually, it doesn't you know, work. Sometimes it doesn't work. No, no. sometimes no it doesn't life. work. So, um, but uh, hopefully you've all found that like helpful um, and interesting. Um, and let, just let us know what your thoughts are on hashtags um, or anything else that we've talked about today. Um, as you can see, I'm, I'm going to kind of conclude the podcast, <laughs> getting to the end. I'm struggling to get here. Uh, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover anyway. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, just, just experiment, just try, create lists, 
um, use these different tools um, that, that Gemma's mentioned, um, and then just keep experimenting. Um, it's something you just have to keep playing with until you get um, a good amount of posts that are kind of working for you on social media. It's not just about the hashtags. Yeah. It is about like the content and the message, and the times of the day, how often you post. There's so many kind of different factors there. But if you've got any questions um, that you'd like to ask us, um, well, you can just email me, I'm Darren at dukodigital.com, and we'll come back to you. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> I feel like that's it from you now, Darren. I feel I, like I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. All right. <laughs>